0: You're listening to the Assembly Call IU podcast and postgame show. The place where Indiana fans across the globe hang out online after every IU basketball game. If you want to get more out of being an IU basketball fan, then make sure you're subscribed to our email newsletter. Go to assemblycall.com slash join today and sign up for free. That's assemblycall.com slash join. This episode of The Assembly Call is brought to you by Crane Credit Union. Get a $150 deposit into your new Crane Credit Union checking account when you get e-statements, have direct deposit, and use your debit card. Plus, there's no monthly service charges and no minimum balance to open your account. Stop into any of Crane Credit Union's 14 locations or visit their website at cranecu.org for more information. That's cranecu.org. Crane Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. And now get ready for another brand new edition of the Assembly Call. And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another episode of The Assembly Call, another off-season episode of The Assembly Call. I'm your host, Jared Morris, uh, here with a recording of today's three-point shot, so three thoughts on Indiana basketball, uh, written on the morning of April 3rd, 2017. Uh, So let's start, you know, the the headline of this episode is, One more major reason why hiring Archie Miller was so smart for Indiana's long-term future. And, you know, as we've discussed over the past week and a half, I guess, since Archie Miller was hired, there aren't many reasons, if any, to dislike Indiana's choice of Archie Miller as the next IU basketball coach. In fact, There appear to be so many reasons to be excited about the choice that it's easy for some important ones to get a bit lost in the shuffle. So make sure that you don't overlook this one. And Mike Lopresti wrote about this recently in the Indianapolis Business Journal. Hat tip to Alex Bozich for including this in his roundup over at Inside the Hall, which drew my attention to it. But here's a quote from Lopresti's article. It says, so if Miller is the man, and he loves it in Bloomington after five years as much as he said he loved it after five days, and Indiana is still gaga over him, the Hoosiers will be set at precisely the time the great change is going on among a lot of bluebloods. Now, what is this great change that Lopresti references? Well, it's the changing of college basketball's old guard of coaches. Consider that Jim Boeheim is 72, Mike Krzyzewski is 70, Roy Williams is 66, Rick Pitino is 64, Tom Izzo is 62, heck, even John Calipari is 58, and Bill Self is 54, and Thad Mata of Ohio State is 49, but not exactly a healthy spry 49. Now sit and ponder for a moment the massive success that each of those men in that list has had as a college basketball coach. And then realize that they obviously won't be coaching forever. In fact, several of them from the beginning of that list, guys like Beheim and Shashevsky, you know, guys already in their 70s, they may be retiring, likely to be retiring within the next four or five years, which is right when you'd expect Archie Miller's Indiana Hoosiers to just be hitting their stride. A time when Archie will be the ripe old age of 43. So, As the jobs at Syracuse and Duke and North Carolina and Louisville and others come open over the next decade, those tradition and resource-rich programs will undoubtedly be looking for their next great coach, and Archie Miller surely would have been high on the wish lists of each program. Should Thad Mata, for example, retire anytime soon at Ohio State, maybe because of health issues, uh, Archie would surely have been the top name on Ohio State's list, and he probably would have accepted, given that it was his supposed dream job. But now, Archie, at just 38 years old, is a Hoosier. And Indiana offers the resources and capacity for sustained high-level success that ensure Archie will never need to leave in pursuit of something greater. So while many of the nation's top programs inevitably go through transitions over the next two decades, Indiana may well be poised to step in, and become one of the game's new standard bearers for excellence and consistency, which Indiana obviously was at one time, but hasn't been over the last 20, 25 years. Now, that is if, of course, and it's still a big if, Archie is able to live up to the massive potential everyone believes he has as a coach. And this is why getting Archie Miller now before someone else inevitably did was such a smart move by Fred Glass. One final note on Archie's age. As LaPresti notes in his piece at the Indianapolis Business Journal, 38 is actually older than both Branch McCracken, who was 31, and Bob Knight, who was 35, were when they hung their first banners in Bloomington. That's crazy to think about, isn't it? So while Archie's combination of youth and potential and coaching skins already on the wall makes him a fantastic fit at Indiana right now, let's never forget just how hallowed the coaching halls in Bloomington truly are. Archie has barely gotten started and has delivered a renewed enthusiasm and optimism for Indiana basketball, but he still already has some catching up to do. All right, real quick, before we get into point number two, a quick word from our sponsor, SeatGeek. As you know, buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show that you want to go to, and none of those older ticket sites seem to want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets, as actually my dad and I did yesterday. We're going to go see uh, Yogi Ferrell play uh, with the Mavericks against the Nuggets in their regular season finale, our last chance to see him play. Dad went on and used SeatGeek uh, and got the $20 rebate. Everything worked great, as it always does, and we got uh, a terrific deal on the tickets. And that's why SeatGeek is the first place I go to look for tickets to a game or concert or the first place that I recommend my family members go to uh, because everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. They do the price comparisons for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. And best of all, Assembly Call listeners get a $20 rebate off of your first SeatGeek purchase. Here's how that works. Download the SeatGeek app, or you can do it do this at their website, SeatGeek.com. Go to the Settings tab and click Add a Promo Code and enter the promo code ASSEMBLY, A-S-S-E-M-B-L-Y, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Again, download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code ASSEMBLY, A-S-S-E-M-B-L-Y, today. All right, well, this is the three-point shot for April 3rd, 2017. We just talked about our first shot today, why hiring Archie Miller puts Indiana ahead in the youth movement, the inevitable youth movement that will be happening in college basketball over the next decade. Our second shot today concerns Archie Miller's coaching staff. And reports broke last week that Archie Miller will be adding Bruiser Flint to his coaching staff uh, let's stop for a moment and ponder how great of a name that is, Bruiser Flint, especially for a program that Archie Miller wants to uh, be defined by toughness and grit on defense. Bruiser Flint, just a great name <laughs> to add to the staff. Uh, and, you know, it's not just his name, obviously. Uh, Flint has a tremendous It's weird calling him Flint. You got to call a guy like that Bruiser, right? Okay. Bruiser has a tremendous amount of experience uh, serving as a head coach both at UMass and at Drexel over the course of 20 years. You'll recall he took over at UMass after John Calipari left. Uh, And Bruiser Flint was named coach of the year in his conference four times and has made the NCAA tournament several times. So this is a guy who's accomplished. And one element of Tom Crean's staff that was always lauded was the presence of former head coaches. That kind of experience and insight can be really invaluable, is invaluable, assuming, of course, that the personalities and philosophies fit. And so a guy like Bruiser Flint seems really like a good choice in that regard. And Bruiser Flint also has experience recruiting the East Coast. Archie Miller had success uh, in his time at Dayton uh, with players from out east. Scoochie Smith, for example, another great name. Uh, He's from the Bronx. And while Archie's stated recruiting strategy is inside out, heavy emphasis on the inside part of that, having someone with experience recruiting the out uh, will help Indiana compete for top level recruits on a national scale. Uh, which is going to be important. I mean, if Indiana wants to be in the Duke and Carolina and Kentucky category, you've obviously got to lock down the state, but you also have to be able to go outside of Indiana and get some high-level talent as well that really fits. And so a balance there is going to be important, and Bruiser Flint seems like a guy who can help bring that balance. Now, that said, the next key piece of Archie Miller's coaching staff that needs to fall into place is the guy who will focus on the inside, right? Recruiting Indiana and the surrounding states. And former Illinois head coach John Gross is rumored to be the choice if he doesn't get the head coaching job at Akron, and at least as of Monday morning at 8.35 when I'm recording this, uh, that job had not yet been filled. Now, Gross would be a great choice if he is not the choice at Akron. He was a successful head coach at Ohio. We just mentioned how important head coaching experience can be on an assistant staff. He also, of course, has experience in the Big Ten, which is really important. I mean, he's been scouting all of the teams that Archie Miller will now be facing in many cases for the first time. So that would give Archie a huge leg up in that regard, just knowing personnel, understanding what other coaches are trying to do. And while Gross's tenure at Illinois was o- underwhelming overall, he did show the ability to recruit the Midwest, landing guys like Jalen coleman Lands, uh, who was from Indianapolis, and securing one of the nation's top recruiting classes this year to Illinois. So this guy can recruit. It'll be interesting to see where Miller decides to turn. Should Gross end up getting that Akron job? Maybe a guy like Michael Lewis, who is at Nebraska right now. Um, we'll see. But it's starting to fall into place. Uh, Also heard reports that a couple of uh, Archie's assistants from Dayton will be coming over, one to be director of basketball operations, perhaps another one, Tom Ostrom, uh, to be another assistant coach. He has a lot of, uh, has had a lot of success recruiting as well. So we will continue to watch that and see how that falls into place. Uh, but certainly, if John Gross is the guy who is named the next assistant coach, there are many, many reasons to be excited about that, even if you were underwhelmed by his work as a head coach at Illinois. And finally, our third point today in today's three-point shot is praise for Yogi Farrell and Troy Williams. I, I want to take a brief pause from pondering the future of Indiana basketball to celebrate its recent past. You know, Yogi and Troy obviously led Indiana to a Big Ten championship in 2016 before departing for the NBA. Yogi, after exhausting his eligibility, Troy with one year remaining, and neither Hoosier was drafted. And that was, you know, disappointing, certainly for a guy like Yogi, who had had so much success, and for a guy like Troy, who left with a year remaining, to not be drafted was a disappointment. Yet here we are coming down the stretch of the NBA regular season, and each guy is making big contributions for an important Western Conference team. Let's start with Troy, because in case you missed it, Troy got his first action as a Houston Rocket last night and was, well, he was good, Troy. <laughs> so if you go to assemblycall.com slash three-point shot and open up the blog post uh, for uh, that I'm reading for this episode, uh, you'll see the highlights from Troy's performance last night for Houston. He was pressed into duty because of injury. It was his first game action as a Rocket, and he played 39 minutes, scored 21 points, and knocked down six three-pointers. He also added five rebounds, three assists, and only turned the ball over once. And, you know, what I especially loved was his infectious, genuine enthusiasm was on full display in his post-game interview. That was always, you know, one of my favorite parts about Troy, just hearing him talk is how enthusiastic he always seemed about the game of basketball. And there's a great interview, again, if you go to assemblycall.com slash three-point shot and find today's uh, blog post where he he seems genuinely surprised. The guy interviewing him says, you know, did you realize that you made six three-pointers? And he's like, what? I made six? Uh, And just, you know, just that kind of innocence uh, of Troy Williams, uh, not knowing that he had made the six three-pointers and the enthusiasm he showed. It was great. Uh, You know, And Troy has bounced around a bit this season. He started on Phoenix's summer league team, then went to the D League, then to the Grizzlies, then back to the D League, and now he's with the Rockets. And they're currently third in the West, and he may get more minutes moving forward. I believe I saw that Sam Decker uh, may be out for a while, and so that could open up a spot for Troy to play more, especially if he plays like he did last night. And, you know, so for a guy who was undrafted, Troy has really had a successful rookie season, proving that he has both the potential, obviously, and the ability to play important NBA minutes right now. Now, as for Yogi, he is firmly entrenched in Dallas after starting the season with Brooklyn. He stepped in earlier this year when the Mavericks dealt with a series of point guard injuries and was nothing short of a revelation. And the Mavs were so impressed by his strong start that they locked him up to a two-year deal. In 30 games with the Mavs, Yogi is averaging 11.2 points, 4.2 assists, and 2.8 rebounds per game while shooting 43.7% from downtown. He's also defending at a higher level than most people expected given his lack of size. And while the Mavericks appear likely to miss the playoffs for the first time in a long time this year, uh, after a terrible start, they've been much better with Yogi in the rotation. Because, you know, you think back, I mean, at a time when the Mavs really needed a spark, Yogi provided it. And so he has now settled himself in as a stable point guard that Rick Carlisle, who a great coach, an accomplished coach, but notoriously distrusting of rookies, he's become a guy that Rick Carlisle can rely on, both as a starter and off the bench. I believe he's played 30 games and he started 23 of them. So just, you know, what a season for both guys, for Yogi and Troy, who each really came a long way during their seven combined years at Indiana. And it was a joy to watch them progress because each guy had his struggles early, early, you know finding their way into trouble off the court obviously and playing inconsistently on it but their maturation from you know as individuals long before this but as players from the second half of that Notre Dame game on was such an important reason why Indiana's season turned around especially from a leadership perspective for each guy so i'm just really proud of both of them it was so exciting to see them doing well and just as it was so rewarding to watch them develop as players at Indiana it's going to be really fun to follow along as they grow in their NBA careers over the next decade. So those are the three points for today. Uh, starting off with why hiring Archie Miller puts Indiana ahead in the youth movement. Uh, and then how Archie Miller's coaching staff is beginning to take shape. We'll continue to watch that. And some praise for Yogi and Troy uh, as they continue to have impressive Rookie seasons. I appreciate you being here and joining me for this episode of the Assembly Call. This edition of the Three Point Shot uh, should have a new podcast for you tomorrow. A special edition, I'm going to be interviewing Tom Graham, who wrote the book Getting Open about Bill Garrett. Uh, Bill Garrett is going to have a Indiana Historical Marker, a dedicated for him at Indiana uh, this week. So we're going to spend some time talking about Bill Garrett's uh, incredible legacy, his important legacy. Uh, both as you know, just who he was as an individual, who he was as a player, and obviously the importance of his career at Indiana. We're going to spend some time talking about that this week, as well as continuing to look forward uh, into this bright new future of Indiana basketball with Archie Miller at the helm. Uh, and appreciate you being here. And we'll talk to you on the next episode of the Assembly Call. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Assembly Call. If you want to support the show, please share The Assembly Call with a friend or family member who loves IU basketball like you do. You can also visit assemblycall.com/support to learn a few ways you can help, from donating to grabbing official Assembly Call gear to buying IU merchandise that you'd buy anyway but using our special affiliate links which get us a commission. We rely on the support of audience members like you to keep the Assembly Call alive and growing. Once again, the URL is assemblycall.com slash support. Thank you, and as always, go Hoosiers. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase Blair Fine. Let me be straight with you. This is a radio commercial for three small business insurance. With three, your entire business is covered. So while you can't see the following scene, just know that this contractor's business is protected by three. Hey, toss me that drill. Yeah, man. Heads up. Oh, that looks expensive. Now this is an insurance moment, but three's got it covered. Three is a product of Berkshire Hathaway Direct Insurance Company. Three, no nonsense, just common sense.